This is Daniel. And this is Jean. And this is a podcast to magically disappoint your parents. We're back. We're back. It's Pisces season. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on in the world, and I'm happy you were here in this space. So, uh, so what's new with us, Nicole? Um, special thanks to all our um, first patrons. Our founding. Patrons, <laughs> our founding patrons, um, Heather, Gabe, Ali, Rhea, and Erika. Thank you so much. Um, we now have officially relinquished um, Rose <laughs> from paying for the Podbean. <laughs> wow. So thank you for um, that first bunch. Wow, social change has occurred right here before. It takes a small village. It was a grassroots to, um, effort. <laughs> to, to get a, a podcast to um, fund its own pod bean. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So what's happening yes, today? Uh, I mean, so please, folks, mm-hmm. if you, you want to get in on... Um, the goodies um our goodies yes our goodies uh please go to the patreon.com forward slash backslash forward slash one of the slashes (laughs) the worst marketing um yeah coding's not our thing but here we are but anyway sell your your kaibigans and Wait, what's the Kaibigans and Kaibigans? There we go. Your lovers and friends. Hello. Hey. That might be somebody's podcast uh, title, and they might take that. Ooh, spinoff? Um, no, we're gonna we're we're taking it. We're not Patreon, yeah. uh, Patreon people. So yeah, we're gonna make that a a goodie in the Patreon. Who knows? <laughs> so, well, yes. Sorry, Jean. Go ahead. No. <laughs> I was who's on our show today, Daniel? Oh, we have someone special in today. Um, he is a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. He is a Krem if you are fancy, and he is Cree if you are nasty. Please welcome Krem and a uh, Oh my god, I just m- almost messed up your name. Krem and a Gucci. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. You're here. You're here. I'm here. I am here. Hello. Cram, could you tell us who you are? And also, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Cram If You Fancy, Cream If You Nasty, Inakuchi, and I am a drag king in Toronto. Uh, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. A Canadian. Hello. Our second Canadian of uh, oh, the yeah. podcast crossing international lines here at BB. <laughs> He's an international, like there's waters. There. <laughs> there's some lakes in between. We're, we're in different That's time true. zones. Oh, yeah. yeah Thank you for too. making the uh, sacrifice to be here. You're welcome. On Anything our PST. <laughs> what time is it there? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's 943. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's good. It's good. I'm bad at Canadian geography. Is Toronto in like the the French side of Canada? <laughs> Almost. It's it's the province right next to it. Okay, so Toronto's yeah. not in Quebec. Hello. Well, yeah. see, this is why oh, people wow. need to um, support wow. our Patreon so we can also um, 
be uh, have access to geography. <laughs> Daniel, who teaches English, thank goodness, he's not teaching geography. I know how to say Toronto, uh, but I can't point it out on a map. So. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Um, so how are you, what's new on your side of the world? Uh, how was your week? This is our human check-in here. Oh, human check-in. <laughs> um, so today was actually my very last day of my, um, human job. Yay! Yes. Day. Yeah. Wow. What a day to meet. Very, like, I, when you sent me the date, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. An end of an era and a beginning. Good for you. Yeah, meant to be. May that inspire others to also quit their human job. <laughs> <laughs> and become you mind, full-time. Yeah, for yes. sure. Do you mind telling us, uh, and you definitely don't have to if you, you don't want to, but like what, what was your previous job? Uh, so I have been a dental um, lab technician. So I make like dentures and like night guards. And I've been doing that for about nine years. Wow. Yeah. And I'm going back to um, what I went to school for, which was special effects. So I'm, wow. I'm diving in. Hell yeah. Wow. First, the effects of not being bungy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now even more special effects. How amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And and we applaud your visibility in the field, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know how if, about if how they about... just like look down a little bit, they could see me. <laughs> I'm very short. Oh, you're among uh, kindred height people. <laughs> Yes. 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 My people. Nicole, how's your week? Uh, <laughs> um, it's hella weird. Um, I I double booked myself um with taking these beginners woodworking courses. Whoa. So I'm actually taking two of them at different um, like institutions so one is like a is through um, a college is like um, what is it called like continuing education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm taking a, a beginner's wood course woodworking course there and it's uh, definitely taught by like a high school uh, wood shop teacher um, and then which is cool and then the other class I'm taking is at a privately owned wood shop um, and it's queer owned it's very chill. So like mm. the the vibes are very different. Um, and I, I feel like I'm getting a well-rounded introduction into woodworking. But um, I, uh, I'm i unaccustomed to um, not being at home during like large chunks of time mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the week. So I'm, I'm just trying to readjust um, my life. Um, and I'm turning 40 in a couple days. So... <gasps> Wow, there's a lot of milestones on here. Yeah, I feel weird about it. He's still cute, (laughs) though. He's still cute out here. I I do feel hella weird about it. I will be talking to my therapist about Mm -hmm. that. Daniel? Um, 
also like (laughs) this has been like a weird week um so i reapplied for my passport and i forgot how expensive that is yeah um and then also the the wait is super super long so i'm just like crossing my fingers um i've started packing books for my um my new job at (laughs) the new school for next year so I'm kind of just like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> goodbye my current school hello future school I'm yeah. like checked out of my of of my yeah. my my current school um and then also um I uh okay like long story short um I was in the bathroom and then I fell down on the ground because I hold something like Mm. in my like my lower back Mm -hmm. and I just fell down and I just like lay there on the ground and um Mr. Cat comes up to me puts his paw on like my face and practically was just like are you okay and I didn't answer and he just walked away so I told I told my partner about it and he was just like "Mm, now you know what it feels like to be old and I was just like um okay we'll see about that and then throughout the week I'll just like Pull, grab something like from the bookshelf pull something Ugh. and then like I'll I'll try to sit down and I'll pull something and I'm like what is happening to me oh my gosh so um here I am I am um getting I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> I uh, feel welcome this. To the club yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knew that just the small things like for real like I, I, I mean I am with you in that I don't know if there's a and type of retrograde out here, pulling, pulling muscles and <laughs> bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, but I locked my knee on Monday. I was oh. okay. Like I had a good workout and then I sat in a stretch too long. Cause the trainer wanted to talk to me and we're sitting on the ground. And then I got up and I was like, Oh no. And usually back in my twenties or teens, it would take two hours or so for me to bounce the fuck back. And like, no, I was like, okay, maybe a good night's rest. No, it was like two and a half days. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is new. This is, so I was like super grateful about feeling a hundred percent, um, in terms of my knee, but, um, yeah, it, it wasn't fun. And I, it would say, it does say a lot about like aging and just mindfulness. Um, yeah. Dan, did you have more of a check-in? I just felt so strongly about Oh, no, no, no. That was it. That was it. Yeah. And I guess the last thing on my check-in was, you know, and Nicole can relate, uh, survived graduate school interview. Um, it's It was an intense three hours of kind of sweating through my armpits on Zoom. Um, but I do want to say, and I, I hope this, tip, these, this small tip helps some people. I did eat a good breakfast, like... Um, a lot of folks who are on the call were like, oh, finally I can eat. And I was like, no, I would have been in my mind. That hangry gene is Hulk gene. Um, the number number two thing that I did in preparation um, was uh, like, I I wrote down why I'm awesome. Like I, like I wrote it, I journaled. I was like, okay, you're proficient in Zoom from BB. <laughs> like you can, uh, you care about people and stuff like that. And so I made a list and I read it again and I was like, okay. And then my third thing kind of in preparation was I read a recommendation letter from one of the three and I was like, okay, this is how folks see me. Right. So how I perceive myself and, and that, so that kind of just get me level headed. Um, and Nicole can probably relate. Like, I, I don't want to get into a profession or job if I can't take care of myself. 
you know, I don't want to go down another rabbit hole of self-harm and stress and blood pressure issues. So yeah, that's me. How ironic that like three of the four of us have like pulled something. Cause I forgot to mention that I did also, uh, I threw my back out on Monday. Oh God. <laughs> but I, so I feel like every birthday I do something mm. like I remember like the first time we recorded together I couldn't I had to reschedule because oh, yeah. um I got too rough going to the bone zone <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like last year maybe I had I also threw my back out it's I think it is our bodies telling us to like slow the fuck down mm. but um I'm gonna say um, I'm even I'm evening this out because like I also pulled something. Yeah, uh, Damn. <laughs> four out of four. Yeah, four wow. out of four. Aging bodies. Let's go. Uh, wow, I'm so glad we can reaffirm how beautiful <laughs> our aging bodies are. Amir, listeners, take it away. You know, and take take that break, y'all. I know um, capitalism doesn't let us, but damn, you'll be fully fully injured uh, if you don't. Um, You'll be in the ground and your company will <laughs> replace you in like five minutes. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. That's like a real, real thing. Um, yeah. So thank you everyone uh, for telling us and reaffirming your injuries. Um, so, you know, we touched up a little bit on cream. Uh, so how do you, how do you introduce yourself to people? I, you introduce um, like, so like, tell us who you are, where you are. Of course, you said you're in Toronto. And what do you tell people when they first meet you? Uh, when I'm in drag or when I'm outside? When you're in drag, in drag. Well, when I'm in drag, I usually just get on stage and I'm like, uh, hey, blank the venue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my name is Kremifi Fancy Kremifi Nasty Inakuchi. I am a drag king in Toronto. How many of you have seen a drag king before? It's usually zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I break that seal. You know? Yeah. I, I, I pop that. I love it. I, you know, you can tell that you have been doing this a while because you just it just fluid, right? Like it, it, the amount of times that you've had to perform and do that, like, you know, sometimes we, even to this day, we still stumble on our slogan. You know what I mean? We're like, is it, is that? <laughs> how how long have you been performing? Um, performing in general, since I was a kid, like I've been like in, in and out of like dance programs and like theater things. Um, and like music things basically my whole life Um, but as a drag king it's only been two years wow Wow. as a drag drag queen it's been a little bit longer than that uh, like three-ish wow okay so how did you get into drag Hmm. because I mean we've we've seen like drag race and we've seen like there's like a handful of noise on there so Mm -hmm. um I am curious as to how you got into drag so um right out of high school I went into uh special effects like makeup like I I went to school for that just to learn how to 
be um, that person who can change anyone's appearance. And I figured out that I could change my appearance. Like it doesn't, like I don't have to use my skills for like other people. I could like turn that brush on myself. And like growing up, I kind of just hated myself. Like, like a lot of people do, like a lot of people like growing up, do, like you're just trying to figure yourself out. And I like absolutely didn't like anything about myself. And mm-hmm. um, I realized that I could change literally everything about myself temporarily. And that's, that's basically how I got into drag. It was like, I could, wow. I could change this. I could change like my, my bone structure, my hair, my everything. It's like magic. It is magic. Yeah. 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 So I, I've been doing that like in the closet for like over a decade. And it's only now that I'm in my thirties that I'm, I'm doing this like in public. Whoa. That's pretty cool. So like, did you, like, is there, did you like, um, like go to a club that you frequent and then you thought, oh shit, I'm just gonna, or were there like a open tryout or was, is there like an open mic night? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's actually a lot of open stage nights. Um, but, uh, for, for all those years that I was in a closet, I was actually just doing it uh, like digitally. I was doing it for like Snapchat or I was doing it um, for like Instagram that I had zero followers on. And um, through, it was weird because as soon as I got the courage to go out and do it, like um, I was on the stage for a bit and then immediately like panini happened and I was back to being virtual so it was like a a weird circle happened when you said panini uh, I thought that was like a a drag sibling it was just like, <laughs> 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 no <laughs> I I've just been like used to calling the pandemic panini or pendicel or like really any bread <laughs> Is there, um, or like, I guess, like, while we're at home, <laughs> it, did you have, like, access to a virtual venue to continue doing this? Or was that, is that even a thing? How ignorant I am about, like, drag spaces. Oh, uh, like, during the pandemic, during lockdown? Yeah, yeah. Um, as, as soon as all the venues started closing down, um, all, all the drag people uh, went on Instagram Live and we, we started doing those. And Instagram very quickly learned that um, like everyone was using copyrighted music. So all those <sighs> kept getting shut down. And then we um, graduated to Zoom and <laughs> we, we do like shows through there and like sell tickets um through like eventbrite for these uh like private zoom meetings and then we graduated from there to twitch whoa evolution like so i have all this technical knowledge that i never knew like that i needed um it was very hard but 
I, I just now have this knowledge. So it's so like, like a like streaming like knowledge for virtual performance yeah, or for, for streaming the amount of shit that I bought um, to be able to stream <laughs> and like host shows <laughs> online. Like, That's like I have really ring lights. I have green screens. <laughs> I have, I have cameras. It's like really revolutionary. Like I am just in awe. Like how, how accessible you have made this movement. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like we, like suddenly, everyone can see this from anywhere in the world, and like. Now that everything is opening up, it just feels like um, like the disabled community is being uh, left behind a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I'm trying to do in Toronto, which has been slowly happening in other venues around the world, is um, starting to stream within the bars. Um, but it's it's a little hard to get those bars to get like great internet, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. I know that like a lot of uh, like conferences have a really hard time with that. But and by really hard time, it's like, how dedicated are they to making like a live thing or an in-person thing also be a virtual thing? I digress. Um, so uh, I guess my follow up question is now that your performance can kind of be seen anywhere by anyone. Um, how, what's your relationship with your family and mm -hmm. like doing drag or, or I guess like your your Filipino community if you identify with that more than like um like blood relatives um my immediate siblings know that I am queer and know that I do drag um my parents know little to nothing about me um and I am okay with compartmentalizing um, different parts of my life because I'm not like I I have such a like I need their love not uh, and I know that they're like super old and that's not an excuse because like Betty White can like uh be open to everything then uh you know like age is not an excuse but mm -hmm. um just the layers of the survival and like all the sacrifices and whatnot i i feel like um keeping this part of me to myself and the people i have a lot of people who support me and i feel like that's enough for me mm -hmm. um and having that compartmentalizing like wall is a kindness to them. Wow, I am just mind blown right now in terms of the the use of compartmentalizing in terms of harm reduction, like, mm -hmm. wow, so much to learn for our listeners. Wait, so Kram, earlier um, when Nicole asked the question, um, you said that your parents don't know about me did you mean that generally or or just your drag persona um my about 
me personally as a queer person. Um, I have a, uh, a partner who is cis male and straight. And what is on the surface is a straight couple and that's what they see, and that is enough for me, mm -hmm. for them to see that. Um, I don't need to go deeper, any deeper than that um, with them. And if I, if I feel like somehow they begin to open up, then maybe I'll share a little bit more of, uh, the wild queer shit that's that's happening in my life but um a uh, very surface but also so much love i you know thank you so much for sharing that um i definitely uh can relate to that um of like just uh yeah like keeping the more I don't want to say the more authentic, but I guess the deeper parts of yourself, of, of who you are from, from like potential for harm is mm -hmm. a very real um, struggle. But thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Uh, I, I, I feel like um, just a lot of, a lot of shit's happened within like with, the families and like the whole coming over here and all, mm -hmm. all of the trauma, it just feels like I am strong enough to hold space for them, for, for their yeah. healing. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to like bring, like bring my stuff up. Yeah, I'm just processing what you're saying, you know, um, it's a, so like the kindness in the wall thing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, there, it reminds me of every time as, you know, us, like we would just walk away from a situation, right? Like maybe yelling has escalated to a certain points, like <laughs> this is kindness now, you know, um, mm -hmm. it can be read that way. That's a really beautiful thing. Thank you for gifting us that. Um, so, you know, talking about like thinking about the Twitch space, right? Like, um, can you tell us how, like, I mean, and eventually I, I hope that three of us can in, embark and engage and experience it, but um, tell us about like that space and experience of being on Twitch. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Like, um, especially when you're, when you're a small streamer and like really only, um, only your community knows that you stream, it's, it's really nice to have everyone um, come on, even if even if you don't see them in person. You you see the chat, you see how excited they are to see it, um, and like it's just it's just really fun to interact and like use all these weird filters and be able to showcase uh, people's talents from like around the world. Like they'll um, just come on our show wow. yeah like i i don't i don't have like a big following it, it's just really nice to see people um 
do their thing, especially if they're new. Um, I, I get a lot of new drag performers who are like really scared to do it in person. Mm-hmm. So they try digital first, which is, that's how I started. I'm like, here's a space for people to see your drag. That's so great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing uh, that it can what be. Is that? <laughs> I'm so background. sorry. No, I'm so it's sorry. So Hold on. It's okay. No, we love animals. Okay. Bring the cats. Please. The cat it's just fine. be talkative. I, I just Hold wanted on. to know Hold if that was Daniel's <laughs> children for babies or I was like, did your mom get a cat or something? <laughs> it's me. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Royalty. Oh my yeah. God. That, that is Lilu. <laughs> Lilu. Lilu got a Lilu. lot of Lilu's on Lilu the podcast. Multipass. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Her name is Lilu Dallas Multipass. Yes! Um, yes. And I have uh, an orange cat whose name is um, uh, Corbin Dallas. Oh my and, god. Yeah. That is adorable. I love that. I'm wait, wait, wait. For somebody oh, who doesn't get the reference, what is the reference to? Oh no. Jean. It's the fifth element. Oh, it's, my, it's literally right. my favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. I remember now. I remember. Now. On Sunday. <laughs> I, remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I scroll through the Rolodex of this uh, hard drive and okay. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so, uh, Karem, earlier you were talking about um, like baby drag babies. Um, mm-hmm. So what are some tips that you have um, for people who want to begin like the drag king process? Um, like if they've, if they've never done makeup before, go on Instagram and look at yourself through the filters. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's clever. Take a picture and then copy that like start start like doing that on your face exactly as you see it because that is that is a very powerful tool that not a lot of people are using so you're kind of saying like the filters on instagram are like a stencil for your face yeah like you know those gender swaps yes yeah try that all right, with like the um the the highlights the and, and yeah. the contours. Hmm, that's so helpful. That that is a very good like oh duh, but like that is a very good idea. Yeah, there's a there's also like drag filters, like that you that um like drag artists have made filters of their own face of their own makeup that you could try on yourself. Oh my gosh, so I've done that, that before. Picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, take, take Daniel, you're like and there. Then copy it. Copy it. Wow. I can't get out of my head, Nicole, with um, a filter. It was like a chiseled chin the other day. Um, and so, like, I'm like, oh, okay. I can see it. This is yeah. the beginning of Teen's gender journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so what's your drag process like how do you get into drag um, or I guess like I... or um I guess maybe like how do you how do you pick a persona also oh mm-hmm. um, or like do you have to have a persona 
are there rules? Yeah, there's, there's no rules. You could be literally just yourself. Um, you could put on, put on an act. You, you could just like go on stage and sing. It, it doesn't really um, matter. It's your art. It's, it's performance art really. Um, so you could, you could do anything and it is valid. Um, the, the way a lot of people um, will start picking their name or uh, their persona is after they see themselves um, disappear and the makeup like transforms themselves. Uh, when you spend some time in front of a mirror, you kind of see things like start to come up like, oh, this person can do this or this person like has like an R&B kind of vibe, you know? Wow. Or like this person's just like greasy and, and like really gross. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, you know, and when, and when you're talking about personas, it's almost like um, how we identify or even cultivate like our inner child, like, you know, um, what does that yeah. person want and need? And so this is almost like kind of cool in, t in terms of talking about like <clears throat> the gender identity part of like, you know, what is, what does that even look like in terms of that persona too? So, wow. It, uh, drag is fully just play. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a time to play. It's a time to like be things you, you don't normally be. Wow. 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 And once you, once you stop seeing you, you are anything. Whoa. I mean, there's a lot of good uh, philosophical one-liners out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our listeners did not know they were not just listening to Drag King, but they were listening to some King wisdom as well. <laughs> <laughs> some royalty. Some royalty. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Can you tell us about the, I, we're going, our, I say this every episode, but we're going to have <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here all night, so, folks. <laughs> so what, tell us what is the Hollow Hollow House? Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Wait, do you want me to go back to that? I, I'm going to go back to that, like the, the drug process after. Um, but Hollow Hollow House is, um, my personal project uh, because I have been asked who are other um, Filipino uh, artists that you know and I almost always draw a blank. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that I don't know Filipino artists, it's that I don't have like a list. And mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like I need a Rolodex um, to, to pull out like the best people for these jobs. And that's how Hollow Hollow House came up. Uh, at first I was like, maybe I should just make a drag house. And, and then I was like, no, Hollow Hollow means mix, mix it up, get everyone. So it's like a drag collective hmm. uh, it 
it started out in my mind as a drag collective, but it is now a uh, Filipino performance artist um, directory. That's much needed. I mean, I know that there's work being done to collect like visual artists, um, but I don't know about the performance artist space and Mm -hmm. particularly the queer performance artist space. Uh, So um, anyone listening, please, please message um, Cream about that. That's, I mean, we're about connectivity. Yeah, it's also pretty hard to um, like discern if a drag artist is Filipino. Like it's it's just so yeah. much, so much makeup, and like you don't really um, you can't really confirm unless they um, put it in their bio or if they're like um, mm-hmm. outspoken about it. A lot of them just say they're Asian. Yeah. You gotta ask them to point at something and see how they point. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a vetting process. <laughs> That's a good tip. Real quick. Good tip. <laughs> We're just asking, like, do you like adobo? I know, huh? Adobo? You, we like, okay. Well, they can go like Latinx also. Yeah, oh, they got adobo. Do, do you like cochinta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cream, so what are some upcoming shows our listeners should keep an eye out for? I mean, I know your link tree's out there, but, you know, for audio people. I actually just got um, picked to be a featured artist at the Austin International Drag Festival. Um, Congrats. We're just, this is a space of all your good news. (laughs) (laughs) All of it, all at once. Um, yeah, so that's happening um, April 21st through the 24th. Also, it's coming uh, up soon. In, yeah. In Austin, Texas. Wow. I'm coming for you, states. <laughs> crossing the lakes, y'all. Crossing the lakes. <laughs> um, did you want me to explain my drag process? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, sorry, ADD. Yeah. <laughs> True. So um, the first thing I do is find my boobies. Um, I do that with, uh, it's essentially a kinetic tape, like sports tape, um, except it's a little bit wider. It's called trans tape. You can get it online. And I, I, bound, I bind my boobies outward so that it creates pecs, mm. like the, a square pectoral shape. Uh, and then I start carving out um, muscles that aren't really there. <laughs> oh, so the, like you the, contour muscles? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is, I'll show you. <laughs> I, I just. Um... Oh, Can right. you see that? I can see it. You cannot see that. That's okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. We got a a six pack over here. Yeah. Six pack of sand migs right there. (laughs) They do not exist. But it's actually, actually, the first time I started to love my body was after I started doing that. 
Wow. After I started putting makeup on myself, I would have never shown my body to anyone. Like anyone. But now I'm nearly naked almost every every week. So Yeah. How do you create a bulge like that? Like it looks like you created a bulge. <laughs> I'm allowed to ask that on this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> It, it's called a packer. It's a, um, it's basically a soft silicone, um, it, dick, dick and balls. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Where do you buy that? Amazon? Uh, Amazon sells them. Most sex shops sell them. Mm. Uh, yeah. Queer inclusive sex. Yeah. Shop. We'll have mm. Okay. Mind blown. Taking notes, taking notes. That's a different yes. kind of pop there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then, okay, yeah. so we talked about your, we talked about your belt, your pecs. And so then you yeah. start your face at, like, is that the third yes. part? Yes. As soon as I, like, get everything done here, um, I, I match the intensity of what I did here to my face. So if I, like, made it soft down there then I'll like do a little bit softer up here it all it all depends on the venue uh sometimes it's in the daylight so you want it softer uh sometimes it's um in a dark club with like really harsh lights so you want it intense wow okay dad dad bod in the day or in in the light and then like bdsm at night Ooh. yeah how do you choose your outfit like how do you decide like do you do you where do you buy your outfits <laughs> um I went to a vintage shop you know like vintage shops or like um flea markets have the best uh like weird looking clothes that mm-hmm. you could just bedazzle and it just it just looks so great I actually got a pair of leather chaps um, fairly recently from a vintage shop. They literally fell in front of me. What a call. And they they happened to be the right size. Like as I was passing by. Those are (laughs) your drag ancestors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. giving you a little fun something honestly yeah. i yeah. love the diy aspect and the refurbishing of clothes like i love the upcycling situation out here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're resourceful right i thought you were gonna be like yeah. well you gotta go to like donatello versace to pick up this shit <laughs> like, uh, no what? drag artists are poor <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough wow Thanks for that process. Um, and welcome. for our listeners, if uh, if that if that process came too fast, you can rewind and get a notebook and take notes. Take notes, take notes. <laughs> well, we're hoping that for like a, a bonus content. Maybe we'll do a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gotta start thinking of our names. Yeah. Oh, Maybe okay. I did yeah. I did just think of one, so. Maybe the three of us, uh, we 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 come up with our our drag personas, and yeah, we yeah. might cream to judge, yes, yes, like yes. RuPaul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I already have my name. 
can we can we also um do a like a a makeup tutorial too because uh i'm a little rusty and i also have to buy makeup right and i have no clue on makeup at all i am zero zero skills yes let's do this okay yes this is not the first and last of uh cream and bb together nicole you want to share your name or oh yeah sure yeah i'll I'll share it so that daniel can't steal it (laughs) (laughs) instead of pokemon Pokemon. oh shit that's a good one Damn. Damn it. That's you know what you would have come up with that. You Let's know, you're good. a pun master. You should you should link we'll up. So any 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 novice uh cream drag, uh, they should hit you up for consulting on name personas on here. Yes. Like, yes. You're a pun master. Um, so I'm thinking Maya's going to be either um Caldiretta. <gasps> That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> How dare you? That's beautiful. (laughs) That is beautiful. Or calamansi. Yo, I got real like peep show calamansi. I I need 24 hours to think of mine. I I don't (laughs) we'll workshop it, Okay, okay. We'll workshop it. There has to be an underdog in the group and it's me. Oh, good times. Um, so, uh, you know, you have a wonderful link tree set up, but what are some handles our listeners should follow you by? And like, um, you even had a number of other funds to help. So that was really interesting. Can you, can you tell us about that? Uh, like within my link tree? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, um, like I, I have, so Glad Day uh, is a bookshop with which happens to be the oldest bookshop, uh, oldest queer bookshop in the world. Um, and that is in Toronto. And they have been helping the queer community through this pandemic. Um, it, it's just been amazing. They've been hosting drag shows through their accounts and they've been paying us for their these online drag shows. And like, just amazing like what a wonderful bookshop it it, if you ever come to toronto like come come see the book now we have a reason too right yeah it'd be on our uh our our many bucket list trips oh my gosh Uh, i did just renew my passport oh hey maybe on tour (laughs) we can manifest it y'all yes uh, they they actually host drag shows in in their bookshop. They like um, sell drinks and food as well. What so, a dream! Like, come up, come <laughs> up, and um, the five one nine is also like uh, a fantastic queer um, charity, um, helping out the youth and like people in Toronto. Um, Maggie's is a Toronto sex work. Um, network it's uh helping the sex workers within toronto um finders out is a um like they help people get um access to binders so like it's it's a lot it's a lot of work to like find places that sell binders and like uh just binders out will help you and um, rainbow railroad um helps people get out of uh 
situations like um, like if you're in a country that um, has outlawed um, queer identities, then they can help you come to Canada, um, like help you help you seek refuge. So those are like great places to donate, put your money. Um, and yeah, that's my donation references within my link tree. Um, but if you want to follow me on Instagram or anywhere else, it is at K-R-E-M-E-I-N-A-K-U-C-H-I. Or yeah, or my drag queen um, persona is at Maharlequeen, M-A-H-A-R-L-I-K-W-E-E-N. Okay, thank you for that. And wow, Toronto, so so progressive with all their organizations. We need to catch up here in Vegas. Um, yeah, sex center, sex worker centered, queer centered, um, literary centered. Like, come on, y'all. Like, this is amazing. Um, yeah, so many good reasons. Uh, living in Toronto. Come to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's hit up our recommendations. I know you just threw a bunch of information as Kareem, but uh, what are your three top recommendations our listeners should consider, whatever they may be? Uh, wear earplugs. Uh, like, I, I'm obsessed with uh, protecting the body you have. So um, earplugs is a must especially if you go out to clubs or if loud environments are um, a part of your daily life, it is very important that you protect the hearing that you have. Um, a lot of people joke around and say like, it's too late for me, but really you should conserve what you have um, because you're not gonna, you're not gonna get that back, uh, especially with the, within this lifetime of technology. Um, and wear, wear knee pads. Mm. I'm all about safety. So that's number two, wear knee pads. And number three is water. Like drink water between every drink. And you will like, you will feel a lot better in the morning. Okay. For sure. Thank you so much. Like, um, I wholeheartedly agree with, with these um, as someone who has damaged their hearing over the years of like listening to really loud music. Um, yeah, I should save quit hearing. I do have a lot. Um, and I do like have to uh, co-sign with knee pads. Uh, you know, those like gardening foam, mm -hmm. the flat ones. Like um, in my line of retail work, I'm I'm always having to like, do stuff on my knees and like mm -hmm. I I don't know why it's taken me this long to like bring one with me to work I mean my employer should definitely um Provide have that. those already I mean I will say at my second job someone did gift me one of those pads for my for Christmas but I digress um so uh, my my recommendations are uh if you're in Las Vegas and would like to uh delve into woodworking and are a little uncomfortable by it so i would say it's like a, a two dollar sign uh class um but you should check out um wood it is 
um, ran by Jamie Yacono. Um, and my second recommendation is, I saw this at Costco and I knew I should get it, but I wasn't really fully convinced, but it's uh, Honey, Citron and Ginger Tea by Von, Von B. I think mm. they're a Korean company, but look how big <gasps> this jar is. That looks delicious. And so it's basically like, uh, like honey, ginger, orange, um, like made into a marmalade, but I oh use God. it for tea. Um, and I just add, I take like three heaping tablespoons of it and just like mix it with hot water and it's like done. Mm. Um, but it's like you could also use it as jam or a salad dressing or a beverage base. So I, I don't know for our mixologists out there with this, what kind of spirit this would go well with. Um, and my third recommendation is a little, uh, I've, I've mentioned them before, but uh, there's a, a young entrepreneur slash um, activist in Las Vegas that goes by Toasty Teas. And they held a zine workshop that Gina and I were able to go to. And they're just um, just like a sweet young person. Like I have faith in the youth mm-hmm. <laughs> of people like Toasty Teas. And those are my recs. Oh, Daniel! Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Um, uh, kind of like what Krem said earlier. Uh, water uh, is super important. I've started drinking water with fiber powder because I am an aging person with an aging body, <laughs> um, and the functions are starting to not work quite well. So, fiber water, um, number one. Number two. Uh, I don't know if you all know about this, but the Z, Z library. Um, so it's a website. So I, I love books, but I don't like paying full price for a book um, or textbooks uh, for you college students. Um, but if you go to Z library and you search up like the ISBN um, or like the title, you can usually get it, uh, get a copy of it as a PDF and uh, an ebook or a, um, or a Kindle book. So hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good tip. Um oh, man. Distributing is illegal, but downloading is not. Mm. What a difference. Yes. Um, but uh if you make an account, I think you have like a uh, a limit of 10 downloads per day. Um per device. And I have two laptops, so I'm like, mm, okay. Uh, 20 books cool that's if you have around the system yes mm-hmm. yes um that got me through um college a lot and it also got me through saving money because i don't i don't i don't pay full price for any book unless i really want it um and then lastly um i've been watching the show the gilded age it's on hbo um, I'm not much of like a historical person, but I like historical or semi-historical fiction. This is um, created by the same people who did um, Downton Abbey. Mm. But now it's in America um, before like 1920s. It's when like new money versus old money starting to come together. And then one, uh, one plot point that I really like is about um, a a black woman who is trying to be an author and it's such it's such a good show i can't wait Um, is christine uh, boranski in that 
Yes, Christine Barrett. I think I get, I get some ads for that. It's mm. really good. I'm excited. It's really good. It's a, is the writing as smart as Downton? Yes. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and we I are also- ready for our rich historical white people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are my recs. Okay, here's my recs. Um, my number one um, is Outshine Creamy Coconut Bars. They're an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, dairy, whatever. I love coconut. My, my love for coconut and dairy rolled into one. Um, yeah, y'all should get it. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, number two, I, I spoke about this at the at the gym and people got an uproar and I was just saying I was watching the show. Um, so I am watching American Crime Story um, impeachment. It's about Monica Lewinsky's trial. And it's, it's showing me a shade of the nineties that I, like, I didn't really, I wasn't in full realization because I was a like youth in the nineties. Right. So like, um, misogyny and just blatant fat phobia all the time. Like, it's just like, wow, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I brought it up and someone got really mad at me for watching it. I'm like, I mean, it's a show. Anywho, Wait, why are they mad at you for watching it? Well, because, you know, people are still pretty mad at Monica Lewinsky. Um, and I. Wait, for I, what? They're like, uh, yeah, she lured him in. And the whole show is about like there was mutual consent and um, just really like just really the power dynamic between between them. Uh, I, I don't want to give spoilers out. And you also huge. You said spoilers like to say <laughs> like we didn't look through it um so yeah the you know trigger warning if you're watching it the trigger for me particularly watching the show is just her, her like her constant self-perception about her weight mm. and there's a conversation where she's like well this is it for me like I I should settle for somebody like that and I was like oh Oh, <laughs> so, um, and then there's a point there. Um, so somebody is just, sorry, I had to, I have to talk about this moment where B- Bill Clinton is asked if he knows Monica and he straight up says to the person who he doesn't give a yes or no answer. He's like, do you think, do you think I'm crazy? Like he just, he gaslights the person. And then, then he goes on to list how many powerful women he's put into political positions. And it's like, that still doesn't validate <laughs> what's going on here or the yeah so it's really telling um Clive Owen is Bill Clinton and it's like whoa like the makeup is you know in theme of today's makeup like whoa um so it's just really just for me in context of the 90s and the way misogyny persist um you know even seeing sexual harassment in a public space versus us living in post me too ish era I say ish (laughs) it's not like like, post what yeah, like post what right so like that's just that's a fake post um anywho so on a higher note um I recommend my third recommendation is charm Thai food and coffee it's a it's a Thai food place that's tucked away behind a bunch of commercial buildings but it's really cute in there they like it's like really like nice and cherry blossomed and stuff but I will tell you that um, there were very few Asians who were in there. I mean, it's Asian ran, but like when we, my mom were, were there, like, um, we're like, wow, um, we're the only Asians in here. Um, so things to think about when you <laughs> go in those spaces. It's in our neighborhood. It is in our neighborhood and it's delicious. Like, so it's funny because somebody, you know, it's, it's right next to like 
the really rich mansions in Henderson or whatever, and like the bottom of the hill. And so people come in expecting that this coffee shop will have beer and wine. And the, the owner's like, no, I don't have beer and wine. You can go down to the 7-Eleven and pick it up yourself, you know? And, and it's like really a ballsy kind of like, fuck you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a beer and wine menu. I'm a fucking coffee shop, you know? And I'm like, yeah, tell those people to get it at 7-Eleven. Um, so that was, it was kind of amusing. And I think I'll make a comic about it, but in the meantime, go and get yourself some good food. Um, I want to say thank you. And I think my co-host will probably chime in, but thank you, Cream. Like, um, I, I am so, I mean, you're more than a listener for me. Like, wow. Like I, I feel really honored that you have engaged with BD this long and that you are like a phenomenal person. Um, not that I never thought, but like, wow, like you, like hands down, I am in awe. I'm glad that we have this awesome now working relationship. <sighs> Take it away, other hosts. So it's like so cool to be able to connect through this little, what we thought was just like a little shit, uh, like a shit talking <laughs> platform, but to like, <laughs> but to like, you know, make connections and stuff. So thank you so much for listening to us and for also wanting to be in conversation with us. Yes. Um, thank you so much about like what you shared about um, how drag helped you with, you know, like your identity and also your, your like your self image and all, also truly you're just like the uh, cream of the crop. Hey! <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I, uh, I was just searching up random um, Filipino words uh because I was like maybe there's a Filipino podcast and you guys came up and I just fell in love immediately I couldn't stop like listening to every single one of them until I caught up and I'm like I caught up I caught up um and I'm so so happy to finally meet you guys and to be able to talk and share my life with you right um I just I I one more thing. I just really feel like we're sitting in history um, in this space right now uh, because I, I just I, I just predict that drag is just gonna continue to be huge, and especially with you as a pusher in that. You know. Um, anywho, this is Jean. Oh, it, this is Daniel. Oh, it is. This is Nicole. And this is Cream, and this is uh, Bruja Baddies, the beautiful podcast to magically disappoint and protect and love your parents. Yeah.